Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Elsie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sartz. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. I'm a thing, Brendan Dinker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Transplant is Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode and the opening of Women's Wrestling Month. And I am Joe Panther the, the third, and welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. And now for introducing from the top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy you himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Not too much, man. Happy, uh, Women's of Wrestling Month. Yeah. Yeah, welcome. And you ready to introduce our guest? Yeah, go ahead, Joe. This woman has been seen at Magic City and some other great promotions. Let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to T-Games. Hey, what's going on? What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey. Welcome, welcome. Going good. Finally got a chance to meet you, and so... Um, so if our fans aren't familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Well, my name is Taylor Daney. I'm from Brooker, Florida, which is actually a very small town. No one's really heard of it. I normally just say I'm 30 minutes from Gainesville, Florida, because everyone knows who the Florida Gators are. Um, I was born and raised on a farm. I had been wanting to wrestle since I was like 12 years old. And my parents have always been so supportive of that ever since I was a kid. And so when I had graduated high school and I had that freedom, I took that chance to get to go to a wrestling school and start my dream on this journey. And I've been wrestling for two years now. That's awesome. It's awesome. That's You know, it's that's like... That's something that every kid dreams of. Like they they live they live in a certain place and they've always wanted to wrestle, and now you're doing like the dream. You're actually in the ring now. So like, who who trained you? I had trained at Flatbacks Wrestling School, and so my two trainers were. He was Tyler Breeze on WWE. That many people know him. And my other coach was actually in WWE as Ty Dillinger, but now he's with AEW as Sean Spears. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. What was it like working with them? Oh, it was crazy because I had watched them when I was a kid. I remember seeing Tyler Breeze at NXT shows before NXT had really blown up. They would come to like my little hometown, like 30 minutes away from home. And so I got to see them right as their like NXT developmental stage up until they were in WWE. So these were like my little idols. So like the first day of class, I was like just blown away, just in awe of 
these people I grew up watching and wanting to meet. And now they're the one that's teaching me how to wrestle, how to do what I've always dreamed of. So they're phenomenal at what they do. That That's awesome. So, so what was your first match like in front of a crowd? Like, and who did you wrestle? My very first match was actually in Miami. I was with FEW, and my first match was against Amber Nova. Amber Nova, wow. That name sounds so familiar. She's, she's on AEW Dark right now. So. Okay. That's why so, I know that name. I'm like, I know that yeah, name, Amber yeah. Nova. Watch, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna look that that you know when you you're on your iPhone and then you you say something and it'll pop up on your phone like an hour later. It's gonna pop up and go, oh my god, I know that name. Why do I? I feel like an idiot now. Yeah, she's on AW Dark now, so that's you why know. I know Nova. Yeah. So, is there anywhere else in the world that you would like to travel to wrestle or just travel for a vacation? Um, I've actually been offered some ideas to go to Japan and Puerto Rico. Mm. Um, but after COVID kind of happened, a lot of that big traveling kind of stopped. But I would love to go to those places. And I've heard of wrestling in the Bahamas. And that sounds like that would be awesome. Mm. That's something different right there. You don't really hear wrestling in the Bahamas, right? <laughs> you vacationing in the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> That's something different right there. <laughs> I wonder if in the Bahamas they wrestle yeah. outside because that'd be fun. Because the way how it's sunny all the time and it's nice and beautiful, like I would go to an outdoor wrestling event. I think I think Jericho's cruise went on there though. I think Chris Jericho had. Uh, yeah, I've never wrestled outside. I've seen like other people have matches and stuff, but mine's always been inside a building. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I would so do that. It seems like it would just be like a whole different kind of atmosphere. It it really is. T Gaines, me and Geek went to our first wrestling show since the during the pandemic last july we got invited to go to a show on long island called new york wrestling connection and they they invited we had to pay a ticket but they invited us to come in and watch the show it is so weird being outside watching a wrestling show and it was not might i add it was a hundred degrees out that day i don't think it was a hundred i think it was 90. i i was sweat, 90. i was it was probably 90 it was 90, but it felt like 100 and 100. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die in this hill, Tiggins. My poor dudes at ringside hat has a battle scar on it from a sweat thing. So I, I felt like it was 100 degrees. My hat has a poor like sweat stain. I've never had a sweat stain on this poor little hat. So I'm going to die in this hill. It was, it was 100 degrees. I don't believe geek. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I wrestled outside, I would honestly, I would do it in the winter. <laughs> yeah. The, so, yeah, would you like to wrestle in the cold or would you like, not like to wrestle like in the heat? I mean, indoor, indoors or outdoors? That was the big question. I botched that one. You failed. You, you didn't get would this. I want to wrestle indoors or outdoors? Yeah. Um, I would say outdoors for the whole experience of it. I feel like I could do it in the summer where it's super hot, but I feel like I would still, I'll go out there when it's even cold in the winter. And I know in the buildings, we're not like crammed in, but I feel like outside, just the, all the openness of it, I just feel like that would, that'd just be another step, another, another new experience that I would love to do. There's another place that if you ever think, you said you're going to go Bahamas or Puerto Rico, um, definitely 
think about it, you're also trying to go to the UK. There's a lot of good indie promotions over there, too. Oh, yeah. And... It's two games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. When I went to Flatbags Wrestling School, because people come from, like, all very far places to go to school there, there was one person that was from Italy and another one that was from the UK. And... Of course, after it's after the class is over, they go back home, and I'll ask them like what it's like. And my friend from the UK, I would love to go and travel over there, and do some do some work over there. There's some really good indie promotions that you should put in your notebook if you ever travel to the UK. Oh, mm-hmm. Think about it. Um, Coventry Pro Wrestling. That's one that obviously, we obviously the big ones, Joe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The Coventry. Ones. Coventry's sort. I yeah. Because we, because we talk to them a lot. Yeah. To us, I mean, you have progress and rev pro, uh, and UK wrestling. That's another one. UK pro, um, progress. UK wrestling. Coventry Pro. What's that other one you always talk about? Uh, Fight Factory. Fight Factory and uh, Power Bomb. Is it Power Bomb? Power Slam. Power Slam. Power Slam. Yeah. I told Geek if we go to England, you're, you said you want to go sightseeing. Your ass is screwed, because they'll be like, "Can you come to our show? Can you come to our show?" Uh-huh. We, we, they read our mind. What kind of? What's your favorite food? They know what we like to talk about here. Favorite food. <laughs> Coming from a farm, I would definitely say burgers. Burgers, definitely. But yeah. sometimes when I am feeling bougie, I will eat sushi. I love sushi. Me too. Not a fish person, but. That's, well, you I'm can a... see Geek doesn't know the experience. Yes, uh, you you didn't get the assignment. You could actually have sushi without fish in it, Geek. You could have the vegetarian. You have the California roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, is raw though. I don't. I want to eat anything raw. Everything I get is the fish that's in it. I have it cooked. <laughs> yeah, there's the one that has the um, the um, the fried, the fried outside. It's almost like a cone, and they stick it inside there. Is that am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this that one. I eat the raw stuff. I'll go after the spicy tuna and the eel and stuff like that. And if I want to just sl- slow it down at the end of my my pile of sushi I'm eating, I'll go for the California roll. Then like, I don't know how my stomach's gonna feel after all eating all this sushi. <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know how my I remember one time I tried baby octopus and I was like at the sushi place I'm like this is the one time I may try it and they bring me this little octopus and almost like a baby and I'm sitting here feeling bad for even trying <laughs> Jeez. just one there was one time we went to a I don't know if it was sushi or just a Chinese food place it was sushi they gave us fish jaw yeah my mom was not having it. It was, an, I guess, it's a delicacy. It's like an appetizer. My mom's like, "Uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. we didn't order that. No, no." <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what would you say your favorite matches? So many favorite matches are. What was that? What was your favorite what matches? Like, I guess growing up, I guess that's what he meant. Like your favorite matches. My favorite match that one my favorite match that I had was actually in Georgia when I wrestled Avery Bro, and we had done one on one competition before, just a regular match, and then wanted to spice it up a little bit, and she challenged me to a chairs match. 
Wow. And the place erupted. She had we was just about to start the match and then she had gone on the mic and wanted to spice things up a bit and I said sure and that was probably the funnest match that I've had. Mm. So you go hardcore. You're you're you do the hardcore stuff. So like is there any limit on hardcore how, how much hardcore you would go? Honestly, no, that's one thing. I would and some people's like, Oh, you're dumb doing that to your body and I'm just like I'm living the dream and I'm like, I'll, I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of wrestlers that come in the podcast. They kind of like, they, they, they say, Oh, I, I go hardcore. But then when I say, what's the limit? And then they go, Oh, I don't want to do death match. And I'm like, then there's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> you say there's no limit, but then you won't go into the hardcore world. You go hardcore, but you don't go, you go PG WWE hardcore. You don't go like yes. or AEW or AEW hardcore. AEW hardcore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although they did have hardcore. they did have one match with glass though. So you, would you would you okay, like if a promoter said okay tonight we're gonna have you do like a a uh, a barbed wire match exploding like barbed wire match would you would you like. be like sure you're like Ugh. yeah I say let's do it. Oh wow! That's okay. for the fun of it. Wow. <laughs> remember that, Vinny. Remember that. Remember when you're talking about matches? If you had to do a remember, we talked to all promoters, so they're like, "Oh, that's a good idea." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. And then my parents, my mom is so sweet. She's the most sweetest little person, and she's always telling me, like, to watch what I do with my body and don't get hurt. I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." And then here I am, like, let's throw tacks on the ring. Like, let's just do. <laughs> Oh geez. <laughs> so you said tax. You like I know we you just said tax, but if there was Legos, would you grab the Legos or the tax? Um I would say let's go the most lethal. That's the most entertaining. So bring on the Legos. <laughs> yeah. Um well, you go next and then I'll say what I was gonna say. People want to know what, what your thoughts on the Royal Rumble match are. If you watched it last night. Oh yeah, me and my that was one thing with me and my family. We set up a whiteboard and we'll write down the match cards of like everything and our guesses and our predictions. And I will say that what I love so much about the Royal Rumble and especially watching the women is when I had first started wrestling or started watching wrestling, the women main eventing, having all like the time that they do wasn't it wasn't that big of a, I won't say that big of a deal, but it just didn't happen. And so getting to watch War Rumbles and everything that they're pushing right now for the women and having the time and having the spotlight that they do, I just, I love sitting, I love analyzing everything, all of the women, and I just admire it so much, being a woman myself, stepping into wrestling now and just seeing how how much women are more pushed and more more used and getting the spotlight that they deserve just like the men. Yeah. I yeah, yeah go. So I was just gonna ask what your thoughts on the actual Royal Rumble match was last night if you watched it. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah. Oh, I dropped out just a little bit. Oh we he wants to know what you thought of the actual Royal Rumble match. Like what did you think about that? I may I may be losing you guys. 
no, he uh, he was asking, uh, what what did you actually think of the real Royal Rumble match? He said. Can you hear us, T. Gaines? Mm. Can you still hear us? I'm sorry, everything's frozen for me. Uh oh. DK. All right. But, but I just wanted to know what you thought of the Royal Rumble match. That's all. She can't hear you, Geek. She says everything's freezing. Okay, Joe. <laughs> trying to help. Why are you yelling at me? Okay. All right. So, anyway, you guys. I mean, if you have to go, you have to go. But you if know. you have to go, T Gains, we understand. It's in the Wi-Fi. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. We yeah. Hear you. We'll loud loud and clear. Yeah. Just, just keep talking. We can, we hear you loud and clear. And if you can't, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But new, anyway, if you have to go, it. I mean, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, T Gaines. We really appreciate it, and we're so happy you came. Came on. All right. This is Joe Panther the Third okay. and the Metal Geek. And we will see you in the next one. Smile at the camera.